This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, January 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Amid turmoil, Dems take Senate. Attorney General Pick will face WOTUS litigation decision. And plant-based meat grabs China market share. Extraordinary Day sees Democrats flip Senate control. For all of the historic turmoil at the U.S. Capitol yesterday, President-elect Joe Biden is in a stronger position than ever as he prepares to take office. The Democratic sweep of the two Georgia runoffs gives Democrats control of an evenly divided Senate. At the same time, GOP leaders are faced with reuniting a party in wake of President Donald Trump's unrelenting election challenge and the takeover of the Capitol by pro-Trump protesters. Democratic Senator Debbie Stabenow, who will retake the gavel of the Senate Agriculture Committee, said she will work to set up an agricultural carbon market. She described it as a top priority for the committee. Stabenow chaired the committee from 2011 to 2015. She may have to overcome some GOP opposition if she wants to do it on a bipartisan basis. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, who will be the committee's top Republican, has expressed some concerns that ag carbon trading will primarily benefit middlemen. We're going to do all we can to work with them on every policy area that there is, Bozeman told AgriPulse. On the other hand, whatever we are going to do is going to be governed by common sense and good science. You can read our story at agripulse.com for more on the impact of the Democrats winning control of the U.S. Senate. Ag state GOP senators weigh in on Capitol takeover. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa said, quote, today's violent attack on the U.S. Capitol was an attack on American democracy itself. This was not a demonstration of any of our protected inalienable rights. These were un-American acts worthy only of condemnation. Nebraska Senator Ben Sass said the Capitol, quote, was ransacked while the leader of the free world cowered behind his keyboard, tweeting against his vice president for fulfilling the duties of his oath to the U.S. Constitution. Biden's choice for attorney general called consensus builder. Almost lost in the Capitol Hill turmoil was the news that appeals court judge Merrick Garland will be Joe Biden's pick as attorney general. Democratic control of the Senate assures that Biden can replace Garland on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia. That powerful court is considered second only to the Supreme Court because of its jurisdiction over federal regulatory matters. How Garland addresses specific issues such as enforcement of the nation's environmental laws remains to be seen, however. One area he will have to address is the Department of Justice position on litigation over the waters of the U.S. rule, where the department is currently defending the Trump administration's new definition. It's a superb choice for the same reasons he would have made a great Supreme Court justice, says Vermont Law School professor Patrick Parenteau. He's wicked smart, impartial, and objective, open to persuasion on the facts and law, follows precedent, respects science, defers to agencies when they deserve it, 
and not when they don't, and has a modest temperament and demeanor on the bench. He's a consensus builder. On the other side, a lawyer for a Washington, D.C.-based trade group who asked not to be identified said as a judge, quote, Garland sided with agencies in the overwhelming majority of cases. He is viewed as a pro-government lawyer who will tend to defer to federal agencies, which is consistent with many lawyers that spend time at the Department of Justice before joining the bench. By the way, one of Garland's best-known environmental opinions came in 2003 when the D.C. Circuit upheld a Commerce Clause challenge to the Endangered Species Act over regulation of the Arroyo Southwest Toad, which is found only in California. Most of the environmental opinions he authored on the appeals court involved the Clean Air Act. OMB pick, rural broadband priority for Biden. Nidra Tandon, Biden's choice to head the Office of Management and Budget, said securing broadband for unserved areas and infrastructure development will be among the top priorities of the administration. I'm most optimistic we will retire Infrastructure Week because we will actually pass an infrastructure bill, Tandon said on a webinar for small business owners. It's one of the issues that really warms the heart of the president-elect. Every corner of the country needs broadband, Tandon added. I think we can hopefully create a large-scale coalition that unites rural and urban communities to really get behind the level of investment we need. By the way, John Bozeman tells AgriPulse there is likely to be a bipartisan push for rural broadband expansion with the Senate under Democratic control. In order to do all kinds of things that are so good for our farmers and ranchers regarding their input cost or protecting the environment, broadband is critical, he told AgriPulse. High prices welcome change for soy farmers. Soy futures prices rose strong again yesterday. The recent upswing is a much-needed trend for U.S. farmers, said Joe Stone. Cargill's head of corporate trading and executive vice president for the agriculture supply chain. The January contract for soybeans closed yesterday at just over 1365 a bushel. Stone, speaking on a webinar hosted by the U.S. Soy Export Council, said, We have to be optimistic. We're fortunate that we are getting a chance today to see some prices that help our farmers be profitable, help them pay off their debt help them recapitalize because it has been a very difficult and very choppy four to five years. Plant-based meat alternatives gaining popularity in China. China is still the world's largest meat-consuming country, but plant-based alternatives are gaining popularity despite high prices for imitation beef, pork, and poultry. That according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The list of companies now producing plant-based meat alternative uh, foods or ingredients for sale in China includes Cargill, which makes and markets plant-based equivalent of chicken nuggets, beef patties, mincing scallop meat, and chicken strips out of soy and wheat protein in China. Beyond Meat uses peas, mung beans, fava beans, and brown rice to produce faux meatballs, sausage, and beef patties, which it exports to China for retail at Starbucks. 
Beyond Meat announced last year that it was planning to open up a production facility in China. FAS notes that the Chinese Institute of Food Science and Technology last year unveiled a draft of a set of standards for producing plant-based meat alternatives that includes definitions and proposes classifications, technical, and marketing requirements for these products. Here's today's He Said It. The best thing for agriculture is that there is a drought in Argentina and Brazil. That Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican, when asked about the impact of a Democratic-controlled Senate would have on U.S. agriculture. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, January 7th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.